0: Welcome to the Mountain Outpost Podcast, the place where outdoor recreation meets conservation and activism. The Mountain Outpost is both a community and a podcast for the lovers and protectors of the mountains. The Mountain Outpost gives a voice to environmental protection and outdoor recreation. Our work connects today's most influential environmental change makers everyday activists and outdoor enthusiasts, supporting one another to keep our mountain environments beautiful and sustainable. I am your host, Megan Davin. How are you today?
1: We're good. Um, You know, Charlie Charlie is the founder of the company, and so I'm sure his name will come up more more than just now, but... uh, we went out early this morning and and actually surfed some dawn patrol, which was actually a lot of fun because we don't often get waves in Maine like today. Um, today was kind of a unique experience for us. We had a good we had a good uh, swell offshore and
0: we were out there for uh, a couple hours this morning.
1: Well, my name is James and I am the
0: uh... hi and welcome to today's podcast of the Mountain Outpost. We talk with James of Flowfold based out of Maine. We want to apologize in advance for any strange sounding audio that you may hear in this podcast. I had some technical issues with recording, but we got a great story and really hope you learn a lot about Flowfold. I'm the
1: COO and the president of sales here at Flowfold. Although, you know, we're we're sort of so young, that it's awkward to even even really it's, it's kind of say that right because everybody's head cook and bottle cleaner I mean we still take out the tr- we we still all kind of rotate taking out the trash and it's it's part of the vibe here it's part of it's part of who we are um, we're still we're still a, a, a small company even though we're growing pretty pretty quickly and um, so ultimately I am I am in charge of sales and operations and that includes managing our retail partners and um, you know handling press and PR and, and making sure that, that people are aware of FlowFold, the company. And so that's my role. Um, FlowFold itself has been around really officially since 2011 when the company founded. Our founder, Charlie, is just its a consummate um, entrepreneur. And the story, it's really hard not to be romantic about the story because its it's like so many others, whether it's Back country, or um, you know the countless other other stories of startups that started from the back of a back of a car, or from a van, or on a ski mountain somewhere. Um, Charlie made his first wallet out of reclaimed sailcloth material back in 2005 when his old leather wallet fell apart, and he kind of continued to tinker, figure it out that you know people wanted his wallet when he took it out of his out of his pockets and. Kind of slowly but surely formed a, a business that became a real, a real, a, 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 you know, entity in 2011. Um, sold his car for seed money. Started making some wallets out of his parents' basement on Peaks Island, and and that's sort of been the foundation of the company ever since. Um, I've been involved in a small capacity since the since the beginning as either an ambassador or a consultant, and now I'm officially officially full-time. So he sold his
0: car for some seed money. What type of car did he sell? <laughs>
1: actually, I don't e- I don't even know what the, what the type of, the, what, the, what his car was at the time, but, uh, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's what happened. He sold it. He paid for materials to start, uh, to start actually making, you know, mass producing, if you will, at the time, it was still probably only 50 units, but to produce more units to then get into some local trade shows and, and then really bootstrap it. Um, and and then you know to 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 go from one wallet from in one sewing machine to what we're doing today is is still kind of hard to wrap our wrap our heads around. I mean we have a long way to go and we have some really ambitious goals. But you know we now have seven employees. We, we've now sold product in every state in the country, every continent in the world. We sent the wallet to Antarctica, and so those are the things that you know it's it's amazing how far we've come um, from that little sewing machine on Peaks Island, Maine. So. It's exciting. It's really exciting to be part of.
0: Um, being based in Maine, where are you guys? Are you still on Peaks Island or?
1: We are not still. So we've we've lo- relocated to, our, we're kind of headquartered in Portland, Maine, and we have a, uh, which is Maine's biggest little city. And you can't see me, but I'm putting that in air quotes because it's still Maine. It's, it's the biggest city we have, but it still has a really, really great community feel to it, which is important to us. And, we make all of our wallets right here in Maine, um, and we're gonna, you know, hopefully continue continue to do that. But no matter what, everything is gonna be made in the USA. It's sort of a, a core value of ours.
0: How come you guys chose that as a core value to be made in the USA? I mean, you know, I think of Maine, and I've been to Portland, and it is a beautiful and great place. But maybe for my audience, you know, talk about the importance of why made in the USA and. Why
1: Maine? I mean, you know, that's a really great question. I mean, for starters, we grew up in Maine, but that's not necessarily everything. For for us, Maine has a heritage of just a really strong craftsmanship, and yes, there was a textile business, and, and it's it's obviously since gone overseas, but that heritage is still there, and for us, it was always sort of important for us to tie into that. Uh, that's and ultimately that's what's so we we are so passionate about Maine and not only not only based on our heritage of craftsmanship but also because we live in a in a beautiful place. Maine is gorgeous for your audience that that, that never been to Maine. Last weekend I was able to I left the office, but right by Pine Point Beach, I left the office. I dipped my feet in the Atlantic Ocean, and that night I was in the White Mountains camping, and the next morning I climbed a four thousand footer and you can do that in ten, you can do that in 24 hours and it, it, there's very few places i think that can say that i mean you have the seattle you have west coast of course but we are in such a unique beautiful place in our backyard and why not surround yourself with that especially if we're a company that's focused on getting people outside and giving them really reliable gear to use and and so yeah it was it Maine was a, was absolutely a no brainer for us to 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 start the company here and and then as far as made in the USA, it, you know, you mentioned that as one of our core core values. It's sort of part of a bigger picture about us trying to be as socially and environmentally responsible as we possibly can. And we're not foolish. We, we know you can make good quality products overseas. We know you can. But there's just, I think Charlie said it best, there's just something about a home-cooked meal that tastes better. I mean, it, there's just for us, we want, we're gonna we're gonna continue to make our products in the USA and and back them for life because now we have control over the manufacturing process. We can see it, we can feel it, we can be part of it, we can trust the quality, and, and not to mention the uh, the environmental you know impact of of freighting goods back and forth and using natural resources you know from overseas. It's just nothing that we want to dabble in, and so yeah, made in the USA, or we're gonna fail trying. That's sort of my standpoint. <laughs>
0: Now you talked about mentioned you know the like business responsibility and foundation and core values. Do you want to delve a little bit into that more? Like the business responsibility, we've got you know made in the USA. What about your materials and resources? How do you source those products? It's a it's a
1: great question. And you know, when we used recycled sail material and. You have to scale as a company, and we have scaled, but we are still using pre-consumer waste. Now, for your audience, there's pre-consumer waste, and then there's post-consumer waste. Post-consumer waste might be, you know, that's when you send your product, your your bottles to get recycled. Somebody then takes those bottles, takes that plastic, and makes something out of that plastic to sell. Um, it, it, and, 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 you know, that is probably the, the sexier of the two ways to, to use sort of to create fabrics out of recycled material, but by using pre-consumer waste, there's a couple of advantages for us. One, this stuff never has a chance to go to the landfill. And two, and perhaps more importantly, we don't have to process the material. We're using the material 100% as is. There's nothing wrong with the material. Sometimes there may be a slight deficiency in the material that, a, that you can't make an entire sailcloth out of, but you, but you can definitely make wallets or bags and high-quality goods out of, just not a, not a massive sale. We can re- we can reuse those. and can keep that product out of a landfill. We can keep it because it doesn't degrade from causing any sort of harm to the environment. And that's so that's sort of where we source our materials from from different locations that that have rolls of this fabric that will just never break down, and but isn't enough to make an entire sale out of. And then you know that's where we come in. We purchase that product. We use it to make products here in the United States. And by the way, the fabric itself also comes from the United States, which is important because in order to have a true "Made in the USA" claim, like we like we do, every part of that product needs to be from the United States, in, in fabric included. And uh, we, you know, we stand by that as well.
0: Um, along with your like business responsibility and commitments, like so, pre-consumer waste is part of also an environmental commitment that you guys have as well um am i correct with this or is that a little bit separate
1: no i think i, I no it's all tied together i think you know we we say on our website that our commitment to the environment and our community is multidimensional mm-hmm. and you know, so it's not just about making the products in the united states it's not just about using less resources both to, tr- both to transport the material but also, since we control our manufacturing ourselves, we're constantly looking for ways to be more efficient with the actual manuf- manufacturing process as well. Um, and, and so it all sort of ties together, and I, I think and we, may, we may discuss this, but you know, in our backyard, we have L.L. Bean, and they are like the platinum version, if you will, of what we soon hope to become, which is they've, you know, for, for instance, they've given away $14 million to local, state, regional, and national national um, uh, conservation organizations, and you know, someday as we grow, Flowfold will continue to to really, uh, you know, abide by our core value of of making sure that we're socially environmentally uh, conscientious, and, and we're going to do that hopefully by by giving back to some local organizations as well. And um, so it all it all ties together.
0: I think um, you know, in one of the ways you mentioned in an email we had is this ties into something that I'm incredibly passionate about and that I think both of us probably realized um, at Outdoor Retailer was just some of the trends in the market. Um, You know, people care about, like especially millennials, care about the, you know, social and environmental responsibility of companies. You want a story and to shop with a company that has passion and isn't just like selling you stuff to sell you things. You know, there's right. there's more behind it. Do you want to go into a little bit of that, of what you've seen and noticed?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, it, you ask the question on whether or not Made in the USA is important to a buyer, and the answer may, it kind of varies wild, widely a little bit. But if you ask a lot of consumers, especially younger millennial consumers, if Made in the USA is important to them, it is, and it is for different reasons. When, but when, you, when we rephrase the question and say, does it mean something to you that there are people in Maine making your product? Then all of a sudden, it kind of clicks. They understand that the product that they're, that they're taking out of their wallet every single day, whether it's on a mountain peak, on a summit, or whether it's taking your wallet out to buy a coffee on your way to the office, you know that that product was, was made in the United States. It was using materials that were sourced responsibly but it was also supporting a local community, and it was giving people that an opportunity that really has gone away. Local talented seamstresses and and just people that want to create goods. And actually, in millennials specifically, they care about that, and they want to support a company, you know, assuming that it's not cost prohibitive, which is why it's important for us to always make sure that our you know our our, our cost of our products is is reasonable. But yeah, we we really have found that that resonates well. With with that demographic, and it's not just millennials, but it's going to be Gen Z eventually. Um, even you know, baby boomers, it is, but really, millennials are kind of driving the marketplace right now. They're very aware of what companies are doing, how they're giving back. They're, greed averse, and you know, we're, we kind of stumbled into that. Uh, luckily, you know, it was never. We didn't create a company co- culture or core value based on a generation that's soon to come into more money. Uh, it just kind of happened to be that way, and I guess it shouldn't be a coincidence. Uh, we are millennials. Every single every single uh, manager at this company is under thirty years old. Uh, every employee in this company, for the most part, is under thirty years old. So I, I suppose we we create a company on our, our on our beliefs, and it resonated well with our target audience. Good luck.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's you know one of the things I find myself looking at on a regular basis is I work outdoor i work i've worked retail gear shops, and you know you can you could get a deal on anything under the sun if you really want, but for right. me, what it comes down to is even if I don't have a deal on something if I like a product and I want it, you know I'll save up that extra money to pay full retail for a product that has a story and passion behind it and I think the flowfold website does a brilliant job at you know, being able to present that, you know, as an entry gateway into the brand, Um, you know, you want to know the story and the history and feel like you're a part of the company and friends with the owners. And I think you guys definitely do a great job with that, you know, communicating that. And I mean, I even have your, you know, brochure from Outdoor Retailer and even just the photos and the little stories through that. they they tell a story, and I think that's incredibly important.
1: Well, well, thank you. I mean, that that's really meaningful for us to hear. And I think the takeaway for, for me on that is that it, we're just trying to relate. And, and all those pictures, those pictures are from people that use the hashtag FlowFold. It's not just content generated by our PR firm. These are our customers, and we would be nothing without our customers. And I have, you know, we remind ourselves of that every single day. And so if we're not telling a story that our customers want to hear, either we're not doing a good job or we got to tell a different story. And so it's really, it's it's great to hear that that uh, at, at least you appreciate the story. It's actually awesome. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's all about a story. And, well, I personally relate to, like, the East Coast, so Maine's got a special sure. spot in my heart. But, I mean, it's it really is all about the story. I've worked plenty of places where a few... There's no story, you know you're just selling another x y and z product to whoever likes that color or pattern and you know right the story behind it all
1: yeah you know, it's um no we wanna this is this is long term for us you know we're not just we're not trying to just come out with a really unique we want a unique product we we wanna create long term value and and whether that's hiring fifteen twenty people. In a state that doesn't hire seamstresses anymore or or whether that's creating a product that's going to last a lifetime, you know we want to really produce value for our for our customers and um we're we're on our way to doing that we're we're trying hard at least
0: now, shifting gears a little, I'd like to talk a little bit, i guess you know about the products that you guys make and sell just so our audience is my audience is really aware of you know slow fold and what it is that you're making? We're, we were talking about being made in the USA and using sales, and I guess kind of probably skipped over a little bit of you know what you're actually making.
1: Well, I, we got caught, too caught up in the story, didn't we? That's which yes. is, That's a quality that's a quality problem to have, but uh, but no, it's a it's a good point. And the products themselves. So yes, we use sail cloth. Why do we use sail cloth or versions of it? It's some of the lightest and strongest material that you can. Anywhere. Um, as a result, it made a wallet that lasted a very, very long time, and was so light that it floated. I mean, so there, there was a lot of these things that, you know, the, the card holder is, uh, you know, as thick as two credit cards and as light as an eight and a half by eleven. Those are the types of things that you can make a really rugged piece of, uh, you know, of, of gear, if you will, that's also really light and, and won't take up a lot of space, which means it's good for that trek to the office, but it's also good for, for that day hike. Um, so that's, you know, that's the material. The material is is extremely resilient. It's water resistant and it, it therefore gives us the opportunity to back our core products for life. There's a lifetime guarantee and, um, we're, we're going to stand behind that as well. Similar to LL Bean's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And we are, um, yeah, we're really we're really passionate about that. That's not gonna that's not gonna be going anywhere. So if uh, we make we you know we started by making wallets. It was a niche product that that people really wanted. Um, I I like to say that we made the wallet cool again. Uh, but we have certainly branched out. You know our our passport holder for those for those that like to travel is perfect. And most recently our bags, our duffel bags, and our and our totes are are selling very very well for all the same reasons. Right, they're light uh, they're, they're water resistant. You can throw them on the boat when you're going out fishing or sailing and you don't have to worry about anything kind of getting, anything getting destroyed. Um, so yeah, it's, it's ultimately right now we carry, we create gear that's going to carry your things. Uh, so that way all you have to worry about is getting someplace. You don't have to worry about whether or not your bag is going to hold up. Uh, you just need to worry about on what your adventure is and, and then we'll handle the rest.
0: And I notice also from your website, you also have dog leashes. Have you
1: got dog owner? That is a brand new product of ours. And it's, uh, that one's a lot of fun. So we actually partnered with Sterling Rope, which is another main company, uh, a leader in the in the rock climbing industry. And similar to Sail sale, uh, Scraps, when they have a piece of rope that is either too short to make a climbing rope out of, uh, that, that, you know, that, that rope is designed to last forever and, and. What's it going to do? You know, where's it going to go? And so we decided we had a clever idea to, uh, you know, to partner with them to, to make a dog leash because a lot of adventures, you know, you see our, a lot of our customers are taking their dogs out on the same adventures that they go on. And so we wanted the dog to be cool too. So we we're really excited about that, that product. It's, a, it's been a lot of fun to source the climbing ropes come in all kinds of different colors. So the the options are really endless for us. And, um yeah it's been it's been a blast, and honestly, who doesn't love puppies we have We have three in our office, as it is so um we have uh we have plenty of dogs that deserve love right here, and we figure we might as well might as well make it available for everybody.
0: No, I think that's a i mean a really great asset i mean I'm a dog owner myself, and so I see anything dog related and I guess it almost gives bonus points to any company absolutely, you know. Maybe I'm a crazy dog person. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm with you then.
0: Um, now, what's kind of next for you guys as a company?
1: We're gonna, you know, we're gonna stick to what we do best. Uh, so we're gonna kind, we're gonna continue to. We have some, we have some prototypes that we're really excited about right now. Uh, you know, with that same theme of, of creating a product that's going to carry your carry your gear. And when I say that, I don't mean you know, we don't make hyper specific products. So kind of another, whether it's a core value or whether it's just sort of our, our design approach, we have a minimalist design approach. Meaning, you know, no bells, no bells and whistles. Less is more. Our products are going to be designed under this idea of simplicity. And so you're not going to climb Everest with our backpack that much. I promise you, I'd love it if you tried and I want a picture from Nepal. So do not get me wrong. I don't want to tell any customer they they can't do that, but we understand that there are bags out there specifically designed for this high intensity climbing or, or complete 100% waterproof gear that you are going to bring to the America's cup for sailing. We get that, but our, you know, speaking of millennials, they're very flexible in their habits. They're not going to camp for two and a half weeks straight. They're going to camp for a single night. And that, that duffel bag that they, they throw their hammock in and throw their fire starter in is going to be the same duffel bag that the next weekend that's throwing their portable speaker and beer koozies in and going to the beach and playing some volleyball, you know. And so our year is designed to, to kind of meet that idea of flexibility, but be really rugged at the same time. And so whatever we do, when you ask what's next, whatever you do, it's going to be that. Our backpack, we have a new Optimist that's on our website. That's what we call it. It's a very small backpack, very fashionable. It's, it's very simply designed, but it's, in my opinion, it's, it's gorgeous. And all of our products are going to mimic that moving forward, whether that's direct to consumer on our website or whether that's through some of our, our larger retail partners. Um, that's going to be a... a cornerstone of our product lines moving forward
0: and i mean i think that's a great point is a lot of things are definitely you know whether it was originally intended to target millennials or not the flexibility of a product with a story is definitely trending i mean at outdoor retailer there's the whole section called venture out and Mm -hmm. you know it's a Specialty section. I mean, did you say that you were going to be part of that? Hopefully.
1: Yeah. This winter, we were quite enamored ourselves by Venture Out this summer. So for the winter show, we're we're, we're also going to be in Venture Out because Outdoor Retailer does a very good job of highlighting companies. You have to apply. You don't just get into Venture Out. So we applied to Venture Out and we got in because they highlight they highlight a lot of companies that are like Slowful that are you know socially responsible, environmentally responsible, unique, innovative. And in our case, uh, flexible flexible products that are they're going to suit many different needs. So we are really excited to to get in there and and meet some of our neighbors, but also start talking to some buyers about the advantages of selling to millennials.
0: Now, where are you? You're selling online through your website. Um, yep. Also distributing to retailers as well.
1: That's correct. We have we probably are in about 120 locations across the United States. And most, most recently we we've had a very successful relationship with LL Bean. And, you know, we, which is just, I mean, it's a testament to them as well, because I think that they're, they're innovators in their space. You know, the Bean Boot, for example, is now it's, it's become a fashion item. And it's, it's cool. And, and they want, they want to continue to, to go down that road. They see the changing landscape and they want products that are unique that are cool, that are going to speak to multiple generations, and Elle Bean would not bring a product on board that that, that wasn't a, wasn't a high quality, and, and I believe that. And so we're very excited about that. That's that's all of their stores and online, and we have a couple uh, we have a couple trials for a couple different larger retailers that are going to be happening either this holiday season or next spring as well. So we're gonna we're gonna to try to go. We have the East Coast covered pretty well, and and selfishly. I love the mountains out west, so I'm going to try to get out west a little bit and, and, and start to get a. We want our customers all across the United States to be able to get our products, and so there's definitely some high, high, high potential retailers that we want to work with out west as well. And, and uh, we're making we're making headway. Let's put it that way.
0: That's excellent to hear, I mean, who doesn't love a good quality product anywhere? <laughs> you know, it sounds like getting in with LL Bean is great. I mean, they're they're a company that's tried and true and been around for such a long time. But like you said, the bean boot, who would have known that the bean boot became the fashion trending icon that it did. Right. And, you know, I definitely love to hear that they're, you know, working with companies like you guys and trying to, you know, expand and grow and see the future of growth. Cause that's what it is all about. These new companies telling stories and, Bringing people in and having a commitment to the environment and being socially responsible.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah, we're 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 very excited to work with them. That's for sure.
0: Um, is there anything worth mentioning that I might have forgotten, or a question I might should have asked you that I didn't think to?
1: But I don't you know, I don't think so. I keep you know, your audience if they want to follow us, we're on Instagram at Flowfold. We run a lot of uh you know, sometimes giveaways for National Dog Day. We gave away a couple leashes for some, some posts that were hashtag with Flowfold to some happy dog owners. That's probably the best place to get some some information on on us and then obviously our, our website, you can order any of the products that you need to on our website. Um but other than that, you know, I think we I think we covered everything. And, and if anybody out there that's listening is a Flowfold customer, I, I guess I just have to say thank you. I mean, because this is this is what we're doing it for you. You know, we're we're not, we're not experts. We're all under thirty years old. I came from pharma. Our founder is a civil engineer, and we have our CEO is was, you know was a business major at the University of Maine. But we're all young. We don't we don't anticipate anybody thinking that we're experts. But what we are is we're passionate and we believe in what we're trying to do and we're and we're gonna continue to push forward with our core values. And if you buy into that, we buy into you and we're gonna we're gonna continue to support you in any way we can. So um, you know, definitely a definitely a big thank you to all the FlowFold customers and ambassadors out there because we wouldn't be anywhere without them.
0: Excellent. And I have to say, I've had my minimalist wallet for about a month now, and it's definitely kicking butt, and I've gotten a lot of oh, compliments so- on it.
1: Awesome. That's great to hear Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening in today. We are a storytelling platform that wants to share your stories. Have a story to share? Head on over to themountainoutpost.com and submit your idea on the contribute page. Or send an email to hello at themountainoutpost.com. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter on our homepage. We promise we will not spam you or sell your information, but rather give you updates and share stories. Also, if you have not already checked us out on Instagram and Facebook, go ahead and give us a like. And, last but not least, if you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, be sure to give us a positive rating and subscribe and leave any comments. Until next time, we'll see you outside.